0: only from rustolium
1: Hello and welcome to this very special bonus episode of Real Life Ghost Stories. In today's episode, I'm joined by the wonderful Joe and Elliot from the YouTube channel Ghost Theory. Ghost Theory is a YouTube channel that specialises in paranormal investigations, and Joe and Elliot tend to investigate little known abandoned buildings and places all around the UK. They are the most lovely, genuine, funny, down to earth guys. So if you want to watch, paranormal investigations without all of the unnecessary dramatics then definitely go and check out ghost theory on youtube as always the link to the youtube channel is in the description of this video but you can just search ghost theory on youtube and you will find them thank you so much to joe and elliot for coming on and taking the time to have a chat with me they were just they were just a dream to have on they were brilliant and we had so much fun and laughed so much also, the mic quality might be a little bit different, as it always is in these bonus episodes. It's perfectly listenable, but just if you're listening and you think, oh, that sounds different than normal, that is why, because it was recorded remotely. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please go and subscribe to them on YouTube and let's get into it. Lovely listeners, I'm joined today in the virtual studio by the wonderful Ghost Theory. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hello. It's
0: good to finally see you. I know, so
1: weird to finally be talking to you guys in real life because we've been communicating back and forth for a while. It's been about 15 years now. (laughs) (laughs) Ireland is just so far away. (laughs) (laughs) These
2: pigeons just...
1: (laughs) It takes a long time. It does. (laughs) So can you guys tell me a bit about yourselves? Who are you? for the listeners who don't know who you are, and what do you do?
0: Oh, hello everyone. We are um, not Elliot not Joe, um, mm. as people He's like to... not Joe. Well, yeah, I mean, for, for them listening, it's probably a bit weird saying <laughs> him <laughs> and pointing, because they can't see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, just... We have different voices. Oh, that's true, yeah. yeah. Well, that's Joe, and I'm Elliot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are Ghost Theory. We are two paranormal investigators on YouTube, um, pretty much based in the UK, and uh, yeah, we just travel around um, investigating locations, trying to come up with theories for why things are um, happening, what, Happening, yeah. Why,
2: why people believe in ghosts in the first place, yeah. try and find all the different answers to random things that happen in random places that people would think are ghosts. And then we try and come up with theories as to whether they are ghosts or not, and why people thought it was a ghost, I suppose. Yeah, yeah.
1: Which is a very, I think, a very healthy way to approach paranormal investigation. But before we get into all of that, because that's going to be a whole discussion later. <laughs> yeah. the most, The most important question you will ever be asked, what is your favourite horror film and why? Oh, yeah. You're
2: going to answer this much better than I am because I've only watched about
0: three, so. Well, <laughs> it, it, do you know, it might surprise some people, actually. I think at the top of, of my list, only because of like, the experience of um, actually going out and doing it myself. Barbie. Um, that's it, perfect, yeah. <laughs> it's, for me, it's um, paranormal activity because I love the tension, the build-up. The, and it, there's this paranormal rumble that they do in it um, when the sort of activity is starting to build up. Now, you know, it's really funny because we actually hear this type of rumble in real life and we're always wondered what that is and I always mm. compare it to paranormal activity. Um, but my sort of like my also second favourite, I lo- absolutely love... The Conjuring series. Uh, I also do have like a favourite story as well which um, is like The Enfield Hauntings and that sort of thing. I like the real uh, psychological and investigative style uh, horror films to be fair. I also love The Blair Witch Podcast. You, oh, you only asked what on. your favourite ones. Sorry, not what?
2: What, what, <laughs> what are your top 500 films? Like? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Insidious was the only film that ever actually scared me. That was a baby monitor thing. Within it's oh god that I saw that in the cinema and that was it. I've only ever watched about probably ten horror films in my life, so I'm not very qualified for this question. I don't think.
1: Do you not like horror films, or do they scare you too <laughs> They're much? Boring. Wow, that's really interesting. Because it's
2: always the same thing. It's like yeah. oh okay, there's there's I'm not too much of a fan of anything that's fictional at all. So obviously a horror film, you know, is going to be fictional unless it's based on something that's happened, which was. Possibly fictional, anyway, but it's like when, when you have like magic. If you watch a Harry Potter, not necessarily a ho- horror film, but they could make up anything, couldn't they? So, oh no, there's this giant <laughs> demon dog or something that's going to blow up the castle. Don't worry because Captain Sausage over here has got a magical wandy found in his basement that's is designed specifically for blowing up this giant <laughs> demon dog. So, well, of course it is because it's not real, is it? <laughs> blood pressure, blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not angry. It's just... Oh, oh. <laughs> God, don't <man. laughs>
1: But well, with that description, have you ever considered you know writing your own horror film and making it because I mean that sounds incredible we are yeah <laughs> well, that was a simple answer yeah.
0: no. <laughs> I, um i mean i've I've actually always really wanted to write a book and I, but we always tended to do sort of short films as well, so they ended up being short films rather than books but I think like I, I've got this one idea for I did want to do a book and it's it's based on. The paranormal, but a twist on it, where it's about like a a carer, because I used to be a a care assistant. Obviously, I've been to loads of really creepy care homes and everything. And I came up with this idea that about a person who couldn't get a job and they end up going to this office where this advert is um, advertising for a a stay-in carer in the countryside to look after this elderly woman. And in her past, um, she used to be a psychic. And then he starts to see um, basically uh, ghosts inside the house, but they're actually conjurations from her imagination, from her psychic abilities, but with a dementia. So it's all about. Is conjurations a word? Well, yeah, it's a bit. It is a now. Weird. It's in Harry Potter. <laughs> it's <laughs> not not like it. <laughs> so, yeah, um, and then that was going to be a slight horror mystery, um, right, but. Yeah, but we
2: are actually making a film. With, we are, yes. Called yes. what is it called? Because we well, changed
0: it. It was the the secret Investigator. the screaming investigator. <laughs> it was the secret investigator, and now we're actually um, changing it to Death
2: Note, which is mm. our new short sort of thriller. But it's, yeah, it's sort of. We tried to make it horror, but it's um, it ended up just being more of like a dramatic film mm. about a man who tries to investigate something but it, um, well, I don't want to give away the story because you have to watch yeah. it. Yeah. It's not even out yet. so <laughs> but it's, it's kind so of creepy.
1: When it is out, will people be able to watch it on YouTube, I presume?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's, we're planning, well, we were planning for it to be out in Halloween last year, mm. but we're more likely now going to be aiming for Halloween this year, mm-hmm. which even that might not happen. It's, 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 when we make films, the story just keeps growing and growing, and we've yeah. actually ended up... We had a whole web series called Pendulist, And then we made a a film called The Screaming Forest, and we ended up pretty much combining both films and the whole web series together as a whole new story. Mm. (laughs) So it's just got bigger and bigger as time's gone on, um, Mm. and we just keep taking our time with it, really, making sure that you know everything's perfect
0: before we move on to the next scene. Because obviously, being sort of short um, film and sort of zero budget, we did actually fund it through um, our amazing sort of like uh, community, Um, but. Uh, yeah, it's sort of a nearly zero budget short film. Like nearly zero budget. Nearly <laughs> zero budget. Yeah. Like, how can that be?
1: <laughs> it, it's a low budget. That's a I really good say. tagline. Yeah. Nearly zero. Nearly budget. Zero <laughs> budget. <laughs> that, that could mean so, anything. It could mean anything. That could be a million pounds. <laughs> yeah. Like wow. nearly zero is is really relative. You know. <laughs> that,
0: yeah, I, I guess. I do say some stupid things sometimes. Most of I? the time,
1: yeah. yeah. It's, it's okay, we'll we'll forgive you. That's I'm pre- presuming that's part of the reason why you've got such a big following and people love to watch you guys because so you're funny it, yeah. and you don't take yourselves too seriously. Well, oh, yeah. We kind of touched on it briefly. What is the channel all about? So there's going to be people listening to this who may not have heard of the YouTube channel. What kind of investigations do you do? Because I know you don't just do in-person investigations i've seen that you do things where you leave cameras in haunted mm. i'm putting haunted in inverted commas in haunted houses overnight mm. and that kind of stuff is what i'm interested in because you don't have any human intervention so tell us a bit about ghost theory what can people expect when they go and watch your channel
2: it's actually it was being that type of video lately that's kind of Blown up a little bit for us, mm, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> like leaving cameras in abandoned buildings was something we started doing 14 years ago or so. It was one of the first things we ever did. Yeah. And then we just sort of randomly thought of it a couple of months ago. Thought, well, that'd be a good idea to do it again. But I mean, what is ghost theory about? Well, <laughs> I, 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 what it is, is it,
0: I don't think that we're your average style type of investigators. And I, I think that's kind of a, hopefully, a selling point. Um, I think when you go on, you, you n- don't expect just. Full on um, activity. Don't expect things being flying around and, and um, you know, demons and all that sort of thing. Because we, we, and don't expect it all to be really, really, really serious and a, a bit boring, I would say. We are ourselves in it. Um, and it's something that we started doing after a very long time of failing um, in our other content because we're always trying to be something else. And we decide to just be ourselves. So we are our own people, our own personalities, and it hopefully comes across on camera. We do take the piss a little bit um, out of each other, and we do have sort of a weird sense of humour. So you you could hopefully expect to have a little bit of a laugh. But then when things do start to happen, we take it seriously. So it's almost hopefully to expect some comedy, uh, some tension, um, and it's all everything we capture is... Hopefully, I don't know
2: what, explainable <clears throat> most of the time. Yeah, we, we want... It's rather than... It's like some investigators may potentially, especially on YouTube, everything is a ghost. Mm. But we're not there to try and find out or try and dismiss everything as a ghost. But we're also not there to dismiss that it could be a ghost as well. Yeah. So we're sort of sitting somewhere in the middle. We're, we're both very sceptical skeptical about what we find. But then there are certain occasions where we would find something that we we can't find other answers for, and then we'd be like, OK, maybe that is paranormal mm. then. And that's very, very rare. When we were, we were thinking the other day, we do four-ish, maybe five investigations a week, yeah. and we film in each one of them for anywhere between four and eight hours. And we've done that for about four years solidly, and then we've done it for ten years on and off before that. Yeah, yeah. And we're still both still both very sceptical, to so put it <laughs> yeah. that way. It's, it's never chaotic, crazy, paranormal activity, but what we do find is then you know very questionable if we say that we think it's paranormal it's it's got to be really good yeah and that's happened this week actually
0: yeah and we 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 do tend to since having the new microphones and the new gear that we've invested in we can capture a lot of sounds better which is really great it makes good content but you know you um hopefully we can explain it but you're still there's that little bit like is it we don't know I do like what you said, is we do sit in the middle. We don't ever um, dismiss people's beliefs. Um, and we we will never sort of say, yeah, you are right, it is, is,
2: um, it is paranormal, it's not. We're we very much there to hopefully be. It's kind of hard, because you people... want to be able to say for definite either mm-hmm. way. But then that's the problem with paranormal investigation, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. none of the tools ever progress with it. It's yeah. like just using a K2 or Rempod or something. It doesn't really give you answers. It doesn't prove anything no. other than that yeah. there is something setting it off. Yeah. So it, it's sort of what I would love to do is trying to investigate more and in finding new tools to mm. find answers rather than just keep asking the same questions in different places yeah. and getting the same general answers. But, yeah, that, I mean, our, our name basically, I would say, mm. tries to sort of sum up who we are, is mm. that we're trying to find theories of ghosts or th- what causes ghosts to be believed in but ultimately have fun along the way
1: and i think a lot of listeners will probably resonate with that because i find it really frustrating watching you know paranormal investigation shows everything nowadays is demons everything is demons (laughs) they go into a house something happens it's demons and they sort of parrot off all of this pseudo demonology and, and like Uh, that's a that's not what demonology is and b you are not a demonologist because you wear black sunglasses indoors that doesn't make that's not cool and actually i think it's quite it's quite dangerous because it scares people because if people hear a sound or whatever then their mind automatically jumps to is it possible that i have a demon in my house because i saw this in that episode of whatever so it's nice to see paranormal investigators that are like we are skeptical and we are going to try and figure out what this is before we dance up and down and say this is definitely a ghost or something else. Um, did you guys have a ghost story, real or fictional, that terrified you as a child? Um, I never
0: actually, even though I was, I was sort of brought up on watching ghost shows and, and everything... Um, and I always sort of believed in the paranormal. I never had a paranormal experience. But Joe, you've had some insane ones, haven't you?
2: If you want to call them paranormal, yeah. But I mean, in terms of just stories as a child, there was, I mean, I had an imaginary friend, which now freaks me out.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh you're one of those creepy kids. Yeah, I was You one of those. Yeah. I was
2: like one of the freakiest of freaky kids. Which makes it more strange—the fact that I was—I'm sort of the less of believer yeah. in all this stuff. Considering I'm the ones who probably had more experiences in it. I had a imaginary friend called Peggy. She had geese and wore like she had a straw hat and dungarees. She sit on top of my wardrobe. I'd say goodnight to her every night. It freaked mm-hmm. the hell out of my mum. But the the weird thing yeah, is... Yeah,
1: why was she... Sorry, why was she sitting on top of your wardrobe? That is awful. There's, a, there's <laughs> yeah. definitely a scene of that in the first Conjuring film. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where but she's on top of the wardrobe.
2: The, the two... Well, not that that's not weird, but the two other weird things about it is I still know exactly what she looks like. And two, there was someone in our family called Peggy who used to keep geese, which is the same as my imaginary friend did, who died before I was born. Mm and it's just yeah that's that's always freaked me out I also um predicted well I don't potentially predict but I knew someone had died in a car crash there was someone I was in a house that was very similar to you know like obviously you have a row of houses they're all the same houses and someone lived in one of those houses that I was in and I can't remember the exact story my mum knows the story so perfectly she's told me a hundred times we've even put it on our own podcast and I can't remember exactly what, what what happened but I I just looked up and said, I've been here before, before I died in a car crash. And then about two weeks later, someone who lived in one of those houses died in a car crash just up the road, went through the windscreen. Mm. It's it's something very, very similar story to that. And I've always had strange stuff like that. When when I was in London with my mum and my dad, when I was about six, maybe, I'd never been there before in my life. My mum and dad were both lost trying to get back to the train station. And I just grabbed hold of their hands and just walked two miles to the train station as if I knew exactly where I was, Mm. as if I'd been there before. I've always been yeah. a bit of a weirdo. To be honest, yes. yeah.
1: I'm, to be honest, I would have put you up for adoption. I'd have been like, <laughs> yeah. "That's it. <in>. Yeah. <laughs> You're not hanging around here." I also love the way you preface that by saying, "Well, if you call, if you could call them paranormal." Mm. Yeah, I think yeah. you could actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I suppose so. <laughs> Maybe
0: that's why things happen a lot with us. Like yeah. weird things happen to us in mm. our lives. But, but I mean, it's very, very strange. It's like a fate thing. Now, I, I mean for instance you know we're going for a walk in the church we're at the lowest point of our lives and i think this is where it started to get strange we we were called odd fox films at the time we were sort of two filmmakers thinking you know what are we doing with our lives we really want to you know be successful in what we do and there was we went into this graveyard a random church just that we love architecture and churches and things go for long walks we entered this random church so that looks nice and went for a walk and uh, we 're just talking about our lives. how are we going to become what we want to be in our lives? How are we going to be successful? and on the floor, just randomly, is a teddy fox and I know it sounds like okay it 's quite coincidence, but in the graveyard that we went in, and that was the logo of our uh, of our filmmaking at the time, and I was like that's quite weird, okay. And then I think it was that when we walked back towards the church. But well, we
2: looked up and on the door it said, don't give up. Yeah. There's nothing else on the door but just don't give up. Yeah, That was the bit that freaked me out more than anything. Yeah. With an odd fox. And yeah. we were called Odd Fox. And it was yeah. on the gate, wasn't it? it right was, up at the back of the it, top. Yeah we'd started a small business called Smile Media and we were going to make videos for people mm. and almost exact same... Well, we used um, Smile, you, um, you're on camera. Yeah. And we went up to the thing and it had this almost exact same logo that we had mm. just made, with Smile, mm. you're on camera underneath it. And we were yeah. like, okie dokie. <laughs> but it's really hard
0: because we, we explain this a lot to some of our fans. Like Weird things just happen to us at almost exactly at the same time you know, in our lives. And... It's just very weird. Just something will go wrong, say, with Joe's car. Yeah, like literally this week. Literally this week, um, Joe had like this engine light come on his car. And also, there was a bit where you parked up and you had like all 11111.1 on the dashboard.
2: The angel number thing's been weird.
0: And then um, at the same same day, the evening, I went to check on my motorbike and I I had the the same thing happen on my bike. I've got an engine light come on on my bike. But those things just happen constantly to us both, and it's almost... It sounds ridiculous to me about that it, know. It, it's just, it's <laughs> it doesn't like sound ridiculous. It feels like something is following us, but it's not evil. And, it's, and we don't know how much we believe but, in it. It's
2: just... The only way I've ever managed to describe this, you know, Jonathan Davis and Korn, and they, yeah. they made the album... Love of the, My Life. But, yeah. um, well, yeah. <laughs> but they, it, the nothing is what he calls this thing that essentially yeah. trying to control his life. But he, mm. he doesn't know what it is, where it is or anything. Mm. He calls it the nothing. It's, as soon as he came out with that, mm. it was like, that's how I can describe it. And when I was in a crap point in my life, mm. I went to a random graveyard and it, the name of the grave was Jonathan Davis. And his death date was the same day that I was born. <laughs> I yeah. was just like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> so many coincidences and loops of cycles of strange things. Yeah.
1: That is wild. I know people are going to love this. That is wild. It's
0: just this thing that seems to follow us both. And then things happen in these houses with us. And just, I mean, a little bit of a spoiler, right? But the episode that's coming out this weekend for us is probably one of the most insane things that I feel happened. And I'm convinced it was paranormal because we're like asking for, we hear this knock at this door of this old crete. And we we're thinking, okay, weird. Um, and we look at this door and then this latch, it just drops and the door opens. And But we had this feeling that someone was stood outside the door before it. So we called out, "So is somebody, you know, out there? Do you want to come in?
2: And then that door opens. But it's very, very weird. Because in terms of things that's happened, it's not the most... Incredible thing has ever happened, but it's one of those that it was so perfectly on command mm. paired with the other things that happened that night. Which is, oh, just come on, like at this point we can't keep telling people that it might not be paranormal. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean, God, we can talk. I don't know how you that. guys
1: do it because I would have been gone running the other direction. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. not doing this.
2: Yeah,
1: um, have you guys got a favorite legend or ghost story about your local area? Which, which is my way of asking, where are you from?
2: <laughs> so um ooh, local oh man I don't know if there are many most people here are 900 years old and... which is
1: pretty paranormal in itself yeah yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I suppose that is a bit weird <laughs> they're all vampires <laughs> um,
0: I, I, I suppose the closest one would be the forest one which so there's this forest uh, in the south of the UK and um, and we've we've been going there for absolute years. Um, I mean, I used to live in the village that's pretty much attached to it, and we started walking these old World War Two roads. So this 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 forest was full, or uh, um, sort of most active during D Day, but it goes back to um, sort of
2: what was it like? There was the
0: old hunting ground for some old uh, king or something.
2: It's F- no, it yeah, it F- it F- supposed F- to be a King World. Arthur thing, isn't it? it was,
0: yeah. Makes it, yeah, but the, it's all sort of supposedly quite active with soldiers and, and that sort of thing but the one thing that we've come across a lot of the time is that when we're walking on, on these public footpaths the people there who are local to the forest are very weird with anybody g- going there and a lot of the time we're walking and they keep telling us not to go in the forest and we think okay you know, it, it's a private forest with public footpaths okay well we don't but then they just keep, remind, they keep stopping in, in their, like, kabotas and everything. And they get really angry with us. And they, and because a lot of the people now see us there often, um, they always wonder why we were there. And they always just get more and more angry and agitated with us. So we started kind of looking into it a bit. And we found this this guy. Um, he looked like sort of a gamekeeper. That guy he had his dogs outside. Um, and we, are, we said, we're, we're into all the history of the, the war. Because we went looking around this forest for years for like all the old bunkers and and that sort of thing, which we found most of it. Now we asked him about if there's anything that he thinks we we should see. If is if, if have we missed anything? Because we gave him the list of things that we we'd found, and he says there's a, there's a few things in this forest we hope you never find. And we said, well, it's very very weird you say that because we we were heading up on the edge of the forest, you know, like a field footpath on the edge of a forest, and we come across this white stag. Um, I think was it a stag or just a deer? It was mm, it was, it was a, a chicken. Oh right, well, it was a chicken. <laughs> 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 so this really scary <laughs> horrifying chicken. <laughs> Big fangs I right, would it.
1: I would like to add that Joel just said that with a completely straight face completely deadpan there was no there was no hint of a smile no.
0: <laughs> so this chicken um this deer was we, we, we took a picture of it and it looked like it had a real mangled face like blood in its ears and, and, and its mouth and everything and um so we asked him about it so we got a picture of this this white deer and his face just completely dropped and he called his dogs to get in the car and then he just drove off and he was like, I'm not entertaining this. It was just really bizarre. So things started getting a little bit weirder and we started going a little bit off the path and into the forest and stuff. And this next piece of footage was filmed on our phone of a shotgun sort of nearby in the forest. Shotgun going off and this scream. And it sounded, you know, like it kind of sounded like this, an animal dying, like a deer. But it was a bit more... I don't know, weirder, more it's horrifying? It's hard to explain it, yeah. It's it was, like a monster, really. Yeah. So um, we started to do paranormal investigations and over, like, a few years we came to this farm which we heard there was a murder, which we've since actually found out was a fiction or a local... Um, it's just a local story of this, this girl that died at this farm. But we had this K2 meter in it and it kept going off on command and we said, is this a monster here? And is this a
2: skinwalker? But we, it was on the, the, the wall inside the farm, and it, mm. we asked it to be thrown off twice, and it did get thrown off yeah. twice. Yeah,
0: on a live stream, I would, I would yeah. say, yeah. we were live at the time. Yeah. And so we thought, okay, what the hell is a skinwalker? We just found but out we, about... We,
2: the skinwalker thing happened when we were inside the the, 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 uh, the, um, the forest. Right. right, yeah. the REM pod, wasn't it? Yeah. Because we were just... It was right at the end of the episode, because we, we made a whole episode about this whole story that occurred over years... And I just randomly said, Is that a skinwalker? Because yeah. then we kept hearing noises and so on in, in the forest. And then the REM pod goes off as if to answer, Yes, it is. Mm. Then we keep getting these answers and say, Yes, it's a skinwalker. we don't necessarily, mm. well, I don't know if we believe in skinwalkers, but not necessarily in the UK. Yeah. And then it just sparked this whole story of like, this monster that lives in, in the forest mm. about 10 minutes from where we live. Yeah. But that's a local story, I guess, that we made up. So, yeah. <laughs> well, not made up. Hang on, let's yeah. clarify that.
1: Like, like, Why was that man in? Why was that gamekeeper in an episode of Scooby Doo? Like, don't be saying there's things in there we hope you never find, and then not elaborating.
0: Yeah, that's what really sparked it for us because it was as soon as we mentioned the deer. and we just came across some really weird people in that forest during some investigations as well. We were really angry and just like, get, up, you know, get out of here, get off my land and stuff. I understand, I mean, it all could be explained by people just don't want others there, but it's, it is a public forest, um, yeah. most of it anyway. But it was just this whole, every time we tried to talk about the white deer, I mean, this this woman with dogs, We talked. Uh, we were talking to some just dog walkers there and this woman with other dogs came up and just got really angry with us even though we have a nice pleasant conversation with the dog walkers just going, just do not go in the woods do not film it there and everything
2: and it's just what what are you hiding and we'd heard that scream thing beforehand at the plaque yeah there's a big cross in the middle of the forest yeah and we were doing an investigation there and we didn't hear it at the time but you can hear it on the footage yeah. of this weird like reverse scream coming from the forest yeah there's just been so many, yeah, it's just occurred over years, isn't it? Yeah,
0: so I guess that's the nearest thing we come to a local story, which is still like we're kind yeah, of working it's out still. our story. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: yeah. It's it's your story. I love that, yeah. that it's your story and you're investigating it in the long term. That's yeah. amazing.
2: Mm. We've got two episodes on it now, actually, haven't we? Yeah.
1: So, what is the best thing about doing something as unique as paranormal investigation for a living? And obviously, the worst thing. I need to know both. I the want best... the gossip. I want the tea.
2: <laughs> the best thing's got to be the adventure. Oh, I was going to say that, yeah. it's the amount of incredible places we get to go to is is there's no other job like it. I don't think mm. it's is you know you sort of like dream of being an adventurer, sort of dream of being Bear Grylls or something, don't you? Like, oh, wow, it looks amazing to be that on TV. We're like, <laughs> we're like the paranormal Bear Grylls. Yeah, we're going off into like weird, creepy places where we don't drink our own piss or anything. but (laughs) We drink each other's. (laughs) (laughs) I wondered what that was.
0: (laughs) It's not that we haven't got water, we just love the taste of that. (laughs) (laughs) It's a choice.
2: (laughs) Well, that's definitely not the best part of um, doing what we do. But yeah, it's, it's seeing the amazing things of just going to abandoned buildings, I guess. And even when it's not abandoned, like we did the Wookiee Hole episode, oh, yeah. just getting the access to these locations to yourself that people obviously pay to go to every day and you're there just on your own. You've got the, do you know what I mean? It's just it's the history. It's and it's the, the, the mystery of it as well. Yeah.
0: It's just the mystery of actually something happening and the sounds and then figuring out and investigating. You feel like you're in your own bubble. It's almost like making a film. You're just a, this, this different I'm dozen. not allowed to
2: say that though. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which comes on to the reason we don't like what we do. Yeah, it's, it's, it, the hardest part about what we're doing, we do is trying to or having to prove you're legitimate every single step of the way. Mm-hmm. It's so frustrating sometimes. But as like we've said before, if we if we capture the full apparition, if, if a ghost literally walked at us and shook a hand, everyone's go, oh, I don't believe you anymore. Yeah, it just well, so you sort of there's actually been things we've captured that we haven't put in our episodes because they've been so ridiculous that you just know people are going to say well, you're full of crap then. And we, we mentioned this, I think, maybe four or five months ago in one of the interviews that we do for our, for our videos. Mm-hmm. And people know, oh, you've got to show everything, you've got to show everything. So then a couple of episodes later, we showed something and it ended up on about 12 different debunking channels calling us fake and we lost so much from it. So you yeah. thought, well, what's the point then? It's just, mm. it completely, you, you can't show everything because people won't believe everything.
1: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, and you, you always see it like, you know, we had a conversation kind of off mic about this. Like people will literally bend over backwards to prove that what you're doing is fake and sometimes the sometimes you know sometimes i think it's warranted but sometimes i think the lengths that people will go to to prove that something is fake you know the the the, the explanations they come up with are far more ridiculous than yeah. the actual content yeah, itself and is... it must be really frustrating
0: unfortunately we had an incident with a debunker um not long ago where we had to do a response video because what they were claiming actually happened was they, they thought that they saw this this hand. Somebody was dressed up in some cloak throwing something around a corner.
2: And it's like, but when you zoom you know... We, we... Well, we completely debunked the debunk. Yeah. And now we're actually friends with that debunker. Yeah.
1: Okay. Like it, it, it that, I mean, a, that's good. It was a yeah. good
2: outcome, yeah. And it sort of changed the way that it was viewed, I guess. Mm. I don't want to speak on their behalf, but... Yeah. From what they said to us, it was like, I'm now no longer just going to outright say things are fake because I think so. I will make sure there's more of a conversation and debate about it beforehand and yeah. then come to a middle ground. Even if I still think it's fake, I'm not just going to tell people it is. I'm just going to say this is my opinion yeah. and how it could be done. And that changed quite a lot of things. And it changed our relationship with debunkers overall, I think, to be honest. Yeah,
0: because you know some of them... Um, they, the thing that frustrates me personally is the whole coming up with things, but missing out important information from your own video. So they take the video, but they'll play one part of your video and then talk about it, but not show your thoughts on that. We always try and debunk ourselves anyway. And also it was um, a part of our show was going to be us looking back and, and, and trying to come up with explanations, almost like a personal debunk, which was getting impossible because these other people were already doing it. Against us, though, right? But that's a part of our show. You're basically taking our content, and then, um, and then when they get a bit personal rather than constructive, and that that you know, it, it can be a big drain on your mental health.
2: It turns out that the worst part of ghost hunting is a lot more. Worse than the good part of you know, something is good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the good part about yeah, we go out to places. The worst part, however, I can do a yeah, three-hour yeah. podcast that. <laughs> but, I guess
1: but you, that's always the way, though, yeah. isn't it? You, you every you, like, you guys are super successful. Your channel is really successful, but you're also human, and I feel the same mm. way. You know, you 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 might get a hundred good reviews and one bad one and you can only focus on the bad yeah. because you're like yeah. but that's not me and that's that, that's not true and that's not why i do this and yeah. i'm not faking and that's what makes it mm. makes it frustrating i think you feel like
2: you have to prove yourself don't oh, you yeah. You have to try and yeah. explain to every single person why not why they're wrong but when someone says something is wrong you feel like you have to convince yeah. them otherwise especially
0: but... when most of the time we know the answer and all they have to do is talk to us about it yeah. and it's simple i think but I think the, the reason, you know, we are trying to be better people, better, more professional in ourselves anyway, when it comes to criticism or people just being dickheads. <laughs> um, but the worst part, I, I guess, is that when you spend 15 years trying to be someone, you've finally done it. And then these people look like they're trying to destroy all that work. That's where it, it gets, you know, um, hard, I suppose.
1: Yeah, and that is tricky. And on on that note, like your channel like i was saying your channel is super successful so what made you start ghost theory specifically and did you think it was going to be as successful as it is now because it's it's your living that's it's your job now which is amazing Mm -hmm.
2: it was the final um the final chance, really, for us, wasn't it? Mm. We tried... We originally called The Editor's Channel and we were doing some paranormal things and we were doing films. Mm-hmm. Then we were called Blacked Out Films. Then we've been Division Pictures, Elliot and Joe, Explore Vlogs, Explore Productions, mm. Film Club, Two Guys Films. You name it. We've had so many different channels and ideas over the years of... Different ways to somehow make a living off of making YouTube videos. Yeah, and we had a, the channel before this, but it is the same channel went from Explore Vlogs, Explore Productions to Elliot and Joe. Mm. And Elliot and Joe, we just called ourselves Adventure Filmmakers. And it was literally just us. We would do anything we could, but try and make it out of make it into like a cinematic vlog, I suppose. And it sort of worked. And I think we got to six thousand subscribers on that. And then. We were just like, but we're not doing it. Like, we're still working full-time jobs in other places. Even if we'd get 20,000 views on something, it wouldn't pay anything because all the viewers yeah. were Indian. Which obviously isn't the problem in itself, but the, the money you get from Indian viewers isn't anywhere close to what you'd get from America or the US, Canada and so on. So, like, we have to just change everything entirely. And I just remember there's one night where, like, Ghost Theory had already existed, bear in mind, but we, it was more of a thought and we sort of attempted it as a series on, on that channel. Mm. And we were to, I mean, we were just going for walks, and it's like our therapies, we go for walks and talk about things. And it was just one night where I was just sat there staring at the channel, and because we had it in our minds that we were going to create a whole new channel again called Ghost Theory. And I was, it was like four o'clock in the morning, I couldn't sleep from four up until Elliot woke up at about three in the afternoon. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and right. um, and the, the main idea, I was just like, but we already have a channel with 6,000 subscribers. Mm. Like, it looks good. Like, obviously, 6,000 is not a big number on YouTube, but it looks so much better than starting from zero. And we're already monetized. Yeah. So I was like, let's just make Ghost Theory this channel and just say, let's put everything into it. There's, this is our last chance to ever try and make a thing of this before we just have to go and actually get a a real job
0: actually start and focus on career i remember saying to joe by the time i'm 30 i i have to be making some money even if it's not like making full time we have to be making some money and doing something that works and we enjoy because otherwise i just have to focus on what i'm going to do with my life and my career you know have a wife and everything we've got to, we've got I don't know
2: it sounds so weird. Yeah. I'm going uh, to get myself got, a wife.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's um, either
1: YouTube or a wife. Those are the options. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: uh, I remember us, the, the way that ghost theory started to work was when, you know, because when people say, how did you get successful? We go, fail for 15 years before you start. <laughs> That's kind mm-hmm. of our answer. Um, Because what it taught us throughout this 15 years, it was, okay, we've got to be ourselves. So now we are ourselves with Ghost Theory. Film Club was basically um, comedy, a a comedy channel, but it didn't work on its own. So we ended up putting comedy into Ghost Theory as well. And then the films were the serious part of of it and the production. So we started putting the production and the serious part in it. So everything we had learned for each failure of each channel has been put in to ghost theory and it worked um and i think that's
2: it's kind of funny because we had always just been a small percentage of ourselves we'd always just done we'd pick that bit to make a channel out of and then we would pick this bit mm. then we do exploring then this bit and then we thought well we didn't even think about it actually we just did it we just ghost theory ended up being a combination of every single channel we had ever created yeah and then it just worked
1: I think it's interesting because you guys said that you weren't really being fully yourselves with your other stuff. And then when you started being fully yourselves on YouTube, then things started working. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people fall into that that trap. I mean, I've done it where you you sort of present a version of yourself that isn't necessarily the real version of yourself. And people love to see genuine people online, people that they can go, oh, I know that. I know that those are your real thoughts. And I know this isn't a big act. I know that when the camera goes off, you're not like, God, yeah, well, whatever. Shall we just fuck off now and not care about this yeah. anymore? Do you know? And I think it makes such a difference that you guys are genuine and yourselves. And it's probably, yeah, it probably is why you're so successful with it. It's being
2: relatable, I guess, isn't it? It's, yes. People want to feel... Because the thing is, like, we've we've got an amazing community. In fact, a lot of people praise our community for being such a good bunch of people. Which is kind of a crazy thing to me actually. Yeah. But it's it's because we're actually like truly connected with them. Like it's it's not an act we're putting on, that they are our friends. Yeah. Like they are there for us and we are there for them too. We, you know, we have people private message us and we talk to them about their life struggles and they and we do with, you know, vice versa. And I think that's one of the huge things that got us to where we are is just we're we're friends of the people in this subject rather than mm. just being like these showmen. Which mean, other yeah, people we're the are same being.
0: off camera as we are on camera. Which hopefully other teams we've worked with can sort of. <laughs> sort mm. of
2: um... But then, like even saying like we started all this um, just to be YouTubers isn't necessarily the case because we've always done paranormal. Yeah, it's like because it kind of sounds like we've just we just wanted to find a subject to be successful in, which is true. Mm. We always wanted to make a living out of making videos because that's our passion. Below everything, paranormal ended up being the subject that worked for us but it was always part of us. Yeah. we had always done it. There's videos that we did 14 years ago as paranormal investigations, and but that mainly comes from you, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I mean,
0: all the films that we did, all our short films were paranormal-related, and it just... Yeah. If something clicked, it was like, well, we're into the paranormal, actually. Because
2: <laughs> so. we just go and do power investigations, but without recording them. <laughs> yeah. So then it's like, yeah. well, why didn't we actually be putting these on the internet mm. with everything that we've learned? And, but yeah, I mean, I... I didn't really have anything to do with Paranormal as such before I met you. You're the reason we did it at all, really. Yeah.
1: So what is, in your opinion, the best piece of evidence that you have captured on your channel? I think it's got... So to... I feel
2: like I was going to be completely different things. So I've got something in my mind that... It's got to be the thermostat, surely. No, because I just, I don't know what that is. I can't expect... It's the, the actual conversations we've had oh, in Jerry's house and sense, the yeah. Polaroid place. Yeah. Two, two completely unique locations a year apart. Yeah. Asking the same questions, getting the same answers through different ways of communicating mm-hmm. is just absolutely baffling to me. Because it yeah. was it, like we had Jerry's house, which mm-hmm. I think I don't even know if his name was actually Jerry. It's just what people call it. Mm. And we were getting some answers through the K2 Saying that he couldn't speak to us because there was this higher power that wouldn't allow him to speak, and so on, yeah, and then we asked the same questions in a place that we called the Polaroid house because we did a Polaroid experiment, yeah, and it was like these taps on the walls and on the floor mm. on the the ceiling, just everywhere, mm. every single time to these same the same answers to the same questions yeah. we were answering about that they couldn't speak to us because there was someone there controlling them that they could yeah. travel through anywhere they wanted and they were waiting for loved ones loved ones to die so they could move on away from Earth and it was just we just you just sit there and you just do I believe it? Do you know what I mean? Are we just listening to a tree knock on the window outside in the wind that coincidentally Mm. times in with what we're asking? We don't know but when you start if you start to believe it you think wow that's just incredible to me. So I think the answers that we have got so far
0: are that they can't uh was it they can't see us but they can hear us they're not allowed to talk about what happens after because there's a higher power but it's not it's not god but not necessarily god um and they're waiting for their loved ones to go uh with them they're like the three answers that
2: we've got at, that are like i remember with that episode like the the polaroid one we had to put a disclaimer in the beginning cuz were like this is actually quite emotional yeah and you don't want someone this is a really really heavy subject Mm. but you know imagine someone's just lost someone and they're not in a good state of mind and then you then tell them Mm. that your family is on the other side waiting for you that's not a good thing it's not a healthy thing to tell someone Mm. so that's why we always have to say do, do just don't believe it take it with a pinch of salt it could be anything yeah it could be a rat it could be Random knocks on the window. It's only happened once with taps. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, if that yeah. was actual reality, and that's how... Ha- why don't we get it everywhere? Mm. Why has no one else got that every time they've gone to a place like 30 East Drive? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like It's, it's such a heavy subject that mm. you almost feel bad sometimes putting that evidence out there yeah. and even saying it's evidence. Yeah it's heavy <laughs>
1: sorry i that's after giving me the heebie-jeebies my mind is blown and that was sorry so that was a year apart in two, two like in around a year apart two different locations and you're asking
0: and yeah it was also you know when you go back to your conversation about you know people saying there's demons and stuff well you know like we've done ouija boards and everything and nothing evil has really i mean maybe once or twice something says it's evil or whatever nothing happens but when we were getting these knocks and these taps from Jerry's house and the Polaroid house it felt very heartwarming very friendly
2: but very sad at the same time because mm. we've had the same knocks before though but in Robertson's in a children's hospital yes yeah and that was like the start for me of thinking my god this whole paranormal yeah. thing is ridiculous like when you st- when you just sort of do investigations in your house or in a forest in a graveyard like, when you're younger and you don't really know you can go into abandoned buildings, you're not really taking that serious. And then when we were doing investigations, you know, every single day, because we were filming, I think, eight months before we started to release videos. So yes, we were, yeah. like, way ahead of ourselves. We were, like, just going yeah. at it really hard to make sure we could just release twice a week, I think, at that mm. point, wasn't it? Yeah. So we were going really mad at it. Probably did more investigations in, the, in that eight months than we did in the 10, 15, whatever the hell years we did before mm. that. And we were in, it's a children's hospital, and we'd been there two or three times before and had these same taps with different people. Yeah. Took
0: two two teams with us because it was that impressive to us. Yeah.
2: But, like, these taps happened when we were just an exploring channel, had nothing to do with paranormal. Mm. And um, you could, again, you could ask questions and it'd be like, doof, doof, little knocks and taps all over the building Mm. from different rooms. Like, it's not even near us. And it was, we actually ended up playing hide and seek with a child. Yeah. And then we said, is there someone here, like, again, a higher power type of mm-hmm. thing that is is scary that you can't talk with? And they just disappeared. And we're like, we're, yeah. they're here, aren't they? Yeah. And it went silent. <laughs> yeah. And then we told this, like, evilly thing, whatever it was, to go away and let the child come back. And then you hear this, like, running up yeah. the, the corridor and we we were hiding inside um, we were literally playing hide and seek in mm. one of the cupboards and you can oh. hear running up the corridor yeah. and then come right up to us like almost jumping up and down no the ground. yeah like bang, ah. bang 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 bang, just like like they're really excited that we were there just full yeah. it was on a live stream
0: yeah we did we, we did two live streams there and also one of them was like after hours This really loud knocks literally just like <laughs> four knocks from the attic and sorry a fish just fell on the floor <laughs> <laughs> And it was just, how the hell did did that just happen? And you know what? We were so used to the knocks, and this is how weird it, it gets. You get so used to these sort of knocks and this activity that we just looked at each other like, okay, but in some of the loudest knocks that we'd ever had on command, it was like somebody was just there in front of us. It was three weeks
2: after that happened, we thought, do you remember those knocks we heard in yeah. Robinson's? So we're like, why the hell didn't we pay any attention to that? Yeah, Because I think what we had thought when we were there, because... There's a part of the building, it's really hard to explain the building, but the upstairs is in the roof, but it's big. Mm. And you can go around the the outside of the walls and then climb up into the roof. Mm. And part of that kind of tunnel section had been taken out and we were thinking maybe there was just someone living in there. And maybe that was causing all of it entirely, even though we'd never seen anyone there. But I think that's what's going through my head, is those massive bangs with yeah. just someone in the loft. Mm. But it's weird how your brain goes. You think, oh, yeah, don't worry about that. We're yeah. just in this yeah. like 200-year-old children's hospital completely decaying, and you've got massive bangs coming. You're just, yeah, 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 don't worry about yeah. that. That's nothing. <laughs> and then two weeks later, you think, oh, that's, yeah. That's weird. That, that was strange. We should
0: have, we should have captured that more. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. But people say that, don't they? Like When mm. you actually come across paranormal activity, it's it, 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 you're not phased by it. It's like fight or flight, isn't it? Yeah, but like, it's like people uh, will walk up, like a ghost, walk up to them, and then they're just like a week later, it's like, shit, that was weird. Yeah, that guy yeah. didn't actually exist. Mm. But when it's yeah. when it's actually a person, you you it makes you you feel scared because it's yeah. like they're actually there. If you say something when it's a ghost, it's yeah people don't take it in. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah.
1: I think it. I think it's just that I think you don't fully take it in. You just sort of accept it in the moment, and then afterwards you're like oh that was weird (laughs) what happened there that was strange
2: makes it quite annoying we do in paranormal investigation because it's like a week later we think crap yeah
1: (laughs) hang on a second yeah uh what was the location that scared you guys the most
0: was that hell's hospital because that was pretty scary but we were new to ghost hunting at that time Um, well
2: new to in abandoned buildings
0: we I, I think one of the ones was Hell's Hospital. We went to this abandoned hospital sort of in london, and uh we, we we called it Hell's Hospital because it did The decay on it just looked like absolute hell um you know we We were investigating and there was these old like blood bags that were opened up and put across the wall and everything we don 't know if there was real blood or anything we obviously we didn't touch them. It could have just been someone messing around there, but they'd written really weird stuff in the blood across the walls. Um, and I remember in one of the... They wrote, I'm bleeding on the wall. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> no shit. And when we went to
0: um, part of the corridor, we, we, we pointed the camera down this corridor. We're going, okay, where should we go? You know, where are you having a look? And this corridor really did freak us out from the beginning. Um, when you imagine your old crutches and these old hospital beds in the, in, in, against the walls in the corridor, the wallpaper's peeling and it's all grey. Stereotypical sort of film look. And this door just came off the hinges, and it smashed on the floor and we were it was so terrified at that point we but because it was such a small window, really hard to get in and out of, we kind of didn't know where to go. We were like all over the place, and then we thought, okay, well, it could be coincidence, but you know this door falling down we we did brave it, and we went to it we put this k two meter down on the door and ask questions and every time in response it would light up on on the door
2: that had just fallen over and that was very very creepy um that was a place that was kind of like it's scary in what happened but mm. the, whether it's paranormal we don't know the one place that i'm thinking of that um scared the hell out of me as i just scrolled past it. i'm just looking at my phone trying to see what one's, was that the the mannequin house Oh, we ended up doing... It's yes. the, the first time... Oh, they've all got great names, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> they've all... It's, um, it's this weird... I don't even know how you describe it. The only... The best way... We basically said it looks like Jeffrey Dahmer's house. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it does really, but it might as well have been. Mm. And there's like these mannequin heads with goggles and everything all over. Them. They're really mm. creepy. And it's in the middle of absolute nowhere, but it's got all these big workshops and everything. And it was the only time where we've ever filmed something and posted it... Um, just uncut it was just from start to finish consistent things happening that were really creepy and it was the sound of someone constantly running around us mm. and they'd run off into a different building and then like into the caravan but we never found anyone and we we called that raw and uh, we're raw. terrifying roar and uncut yeah. or something and that went quite mad because that was i suppose not many people post unedited
0: yeah, yeah. it but was that for me annoying. was probably
2: the creepiest place we've ever been yeah yeah.
1: Do you have a dream paranormal investigation location anywhere in the world?
0: We are really, really want to do castles. <laughs> um, I don't think there's an actual location itself, but the type of location is that we really want to go up to doing these massive castles and that sort of thing. Mm.
2: Uh, Tesco car parks up there on absolutely. my top list of... Yeah, supposedly
0: really haunted,
2: doesn't Yeah, not it? Yeah, I think it's... it's um, where the mill deals are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. God, I don't know. All of them. Yeah. We, the thing is, for me personally, I'm not too much into the famous locations. I don't really know any of the stories. I've never even seen The Conjuring. Believe it or not. Um, oh, you are missing out. Well, I know because I haven't seen it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's for me because I'm so addicted to abandoned buildings. That you see different people go to these pla like, you know, different Banner buildings, and they're the places that I crave. Not even because anyone's ever said they're haunted, but just because they look incredible. They're like museums yeah. from 1940 or something. Like That's what yeah. gets me, not necessarily like, you know, somewhere someone's decided that they're going to charge £3 million a second for you to go into their building and they're pretending it's haunted. And nothing happens that's that's, always yeah, really, that's, bothered that's me. really
0: frustrating because obviously you know they look incredible and uh, we love the the ease of being having the sort of the permission to go in and you can set up more yeah. equipment and and have more battery power and everything but it is the cost of it you know they some of them are charging us like two thousand pounds an hour and you know how can we make any money off that it's
1: I think that's something that people kind of don't realize when you go to you know places to film or do like paranormal investigations in these famous places they are outrageously expensive a lot of the time because people have gone oh I can I can make money from this so I mean fair play to them if they want to make money that's I totally understand that but it like I've had people as well quote me in the thousands to go and you know film for a night or spend the night and I'm like oh no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's great. I don't get how they can charge that much for for nothing as well. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, a, you can come and stand in my house for a bit in the dark and talk to yourself for a bit. Yeah. Unless I can charge you four grand for that. <laughs> Cheers.
0: Which is upsetting because they're fantastic locations and I would love to, you know, want, you know, if I became a millionaire, I would, you know, pay to do them and do episodes
2: I and stuff. But... Well I just think keep yeah. your bloody Ponzi house. <laughs> because it's like look at the building we went to not so long ago, Rofant House. And oh, it's got it was it's yeah. the most incredible mansion, completely abandoned. And it's got pictures in there of, of um was it Henry the Eighth and yes. whoever. Like original paintings of them mm. but we didn't pay anything to go and see them and he stood in this great hall and he just okay, you know, I did that for free. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, yes. That's so much more impressive than like you, know, you go to, say, the ancient Ram and so on, yeah, they are good places and we like the mm-hmm. owners and so on, we get on with them, but mm-hmm. they are just mini museums of random crap they've collected from a charity shop somewhere. Mm. In the, but it is, like, that's just the, the face of it, and it's a tourist thing. It's for people to go there because it's creepy and haunted and, and, and so on. It's not, in my opinion, for people who want to... But if, if those places could give definitive answers of paranormal, they would have done it years ago. So you'd be kind of better yeah. off looking somewhere else, that's the way I see yeah. it. Then keep paying these yeah. same people the same amount of money to do the same thing over and over again. I still would like to. I'm do very it. miserable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> to wrap up, why should people come and watch and subscribe to your channel?
2: They shouldn't. It's the worst <laughs> YouTube channel
1: in I mean, existence. I would say, I would say they should come and watch it because I'm gonna go on a paranormal investigation with you guys, yeah. right? And it's yeah. it's yeah. gonna be comedy well, gold. Cause it- you know what? I'm a i am am not good when I'm stressed or nervous. I'm a talker and I will sing and I will make inappropriate jokes <laughs> oh, yeah. and it is Maybe we have to yeah.
2: reconsider this on investigation. <laughs> <tonight. laughs> you're just singing in the corner <laughs> just shut up, up. <laughs> we're, some, we're just hiding We're getting some weird singing in this chapel or something. It's a strange Irish woman in the corner just singing. Yeah. <laughs> what you doing? And you're like,
1: no, no, no. It's not a ghost. It's just, honestly, she just, she just does that. It's uh, <laughs> just a fruitcake.
0: Is- don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, well,
2: um, you we're d- not very good at selling ourselves. I don't know, if you just want to see two idiots go into abandoned buildings and talk to the walls for a bit, hoping that we may Caption Paranormal Activity and then come up with the reasons why it wasn't, then that, that, that's for you, I suppose. Um, yeah. I that mean, should be our new description. Yeah. It yeah, should it bring.
1: should. It's good. I like it.
0: I would say uh, maybe come and subscribe because we want 100,000 subscribers. <laughs> <We
1: understand>, yeah. <laughs> but, and also that. Yeah.
0: Uh, but, uh, also because I guess we... Um, we've been doing it a long time as in the production so we hope that the production's pretty good it, it, we yeah. don't just stand around doing nothing it, it, all the time anyway uh, um, well that's not what ends uh, up in the video uh, yeah, hopefully hopefully it's interesting to watch um, even if we don't capture anything I suppose it's entertaining but, also... but that's the
2: one thing with our channel though we will keep going all week until we do capture something interesting enough to make an episode Yeah, that's the one thing that sets us apart from other people who won't just post everything we get, and we also won't make it up to make sure we've got something. Yeah. So yeah, there's that, I suppose. Yeah. And also, I'm in it, so yeah. why else? Listen, if what more could
1: you want? If you're attracted to bold people, then...
2: I'm not actually bold. I, I shave this off for fashion. Yeah, that's, that's true. And you should it's start. A, it's
1: a bold choice. I like it. Mm. Thank you.
2: It's very good. <laughs> he needs to start, because he's bald up to about the, the back, sort of middle-ish... Um, the, the front three hairs just cover the, the massive mould he's got on his head. This is just a wig. Do you actually know, have a mould on your head? I don't know. Or is just your head? <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Brilliant. I love the
1: way nobody can see us. No, I know. They're going That's to be listening. They're going to be like, him. I don't know what they're going to be picturing right now, <laughs> but I, I I imagine it would be hilarious whatever they're picturing right now.
0: It would get people to subscribe and like, Oh, I've got to see what <laughs> they look like.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I've
1: like, got to see what guys, these
2: guys look like. Imagine <laughs> Harry Potter and Voldemort if they never got famous.
0: <laughs> I'm a with Joe. Imagine Voldemort and an egg,
2: but. Yeah, eating an egg. Yeah. <laughs> what does that so, look um, oh big scary Voldemort sucking on egg yeah. sucking on egg good anyway let's go
1: where mm. can people find you um on
2: <laughs> where are we? literally or like <laughs>
1: Yeah. Okay, not literally, like not 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 stroking, come into your garden and watch you sleep, that kind of thing. I <laughs> right, mean on social yeah, media yeah. Yeah. I on worried. YouTube? What do people search?
0: Um, it'll be www Oh
2: god, what decade <laughs> are you from?
1: <laughs> Who
0: the
2: hell puts in www.anything? anything? Look, we... you're on YouTube and put in ghost theory. Yeah, we're that's right. it. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Cry wwwhttp I- forward slash forward slash semicolon <laughs> www.youtube.com <dot> <laughs> forward slash ghost theory.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> What's your Instagram handle? Www. <laughs> 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 I don't
2: yeah. actually know.
1: Yeah. What is? That's also ghost theory. ghost theory. I think. Yeah. Can I just say? You know, so many people. When I talk to them like this on podcast episodes, they come on and they rattle it off. You know, they're like, we're on Instagram at Ghost Theory. We're on YouTube yeah. at yeah. Ghost Theory. You guys are like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's been 15 years we're
2: there. of changing everything. We, <laughs> <laughs> Elliot and what. Joe Theory Film Club. W <laughs> Scripted Cheese or something, I don't yeah. know. That's what our film used to be called, isn't it? Well, yeah. Scripted Cheese. The, the Screaming <laughs> Investigator. I don't even know what's happening anymore.
1: no i feel like i'm living in a fever dream right now
2: (laughs) just wait just
0: wait
1: until the investigation (laughs) i'm i'm frightened i'm scared already
2: it it, it is it sounds silly it's ghost theory but like it is it's ghost theory not as in not as in just ghost theory it's ghost theory yeah As in, you
0: have to have the it's ghost theory it it, is not just it's ghost theory yeah no it's
2: well, You can search Ghost Theory or find it either way. Before, you don't yeah. have to yeah. make it. All It'll for come yourself. up by their way. Yeah. yeah, ITS Ghost Theory. So just just go on YouTube anyway. It's better. <laughs>
1: I will obviously, I don't know why we've just had this conversation because obviously I'm going to leave the links to everything in the description of this episode. End, so <laughs> I don't a, know why we've just did a this whole out of us now. <laughs> but <after> all that, <laughs> <laughs> I'm myself for nothing then <laughs> Joe Elliot, it's been a pleasure. You're a dream. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for Thank you, having you
0: having. so much for having us. Yeah, it's brilliant.